0: It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're watching it. I think some people actually do watch it at 6 a.m. when we post these.
1: Nice. They probably have smashed that button.
0: Oh, like uh, Renee.
1: And they get their uh, notification that it's up and running. Well, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, for some reason, because I was in morning radio for so long, I scheduled the YouTube to... um, Go, go on, appear at 6 a.m. Because to me, that's when morning shows start. But it could be, I mean, I can make it any time. I don't know why I pick 6 a.m. I mean, morning for, time
1: for me, 6 a.m. is still like midnight, you know? So,
0: well, my my, sleep. my theory was that as you're laying in bed scrolling through your phone, I want it to be one of the things you'll see. Yeah. Right you know, while can. you're laying in bed. So that's why I picked 6 a.m. Yeah, it's great. Um, we, thanks to Catherine, have a website.
1: Frankandfriendshow.com
0: She just looked at it and said, it looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You should go check
1: it out. It looks, yeah, it looks nice. Good. And you know what else you can get there?
0: I know, or I can get this, uh, this coffee mug.
1: Fancy merchandise. Frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store.
0: I've got my hoodie over there, but it's so covered in lint from Scarfie. I've
1: got my phone case, which is, you know, working really well. I'm glad. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm it's not glad. too heavy, so I haven't yeah. been dropping my phone more frequently yeah. or anything. and you can advertise
0: yeah. this every time you go to your fancy places. Every
1: time I'm doing a selfie. Speaking
0: of your phone, um, I do have a question about that. When you send me a text that says, on my way, yeah, and I know we all, it's, we all know, I mean, everything you said, this is the window in which I will arrive, and the text comes in right in the middle of that window and says, I'm on my way, and everything's on time. But I was out doing, taking back the garbage can or whatever, and I see the text. I'm like, I was going to immediately respond, well, drive safely then. <laughs> see you soon, to acknowledge that I would received it. But I thought, no, if, I'm, if she's driving. Right,
1: so Should you respond.
0: I, so what's the window then for responding to an on-my-way text? Is it like 10 seconds, <laughs> 30 seconds, you've got to respond just exactly at that moment? Or? Well,
1: this time I actually said on-my-way before I walked out the door.
0: Well, most people lie about that.
1: So, I that's normally not, wait till I get into the car,
0: honestly. Well, it depends who... Like, I've got one friend who we can maybe talk about later, and I have to be fairly precise with what time I'm arriving, because okay. if I say I'm coming at 10.30 and I'm in there at 10.35, I'll be told that I'm late. Ooh, <laughs> aren't the kind of friends for me. There's <laughs> military precision there, okay. you know. I mean, I, yeah, I, that's kinda, serious. So, that's serious, yeah. So, I... Sometimes I'm... I'm I may fudge it in that regard. And, yeah. Wait and
1: till you're already like halfway. Like to there. the first
0: traffic light. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then say yeah. on my way. Yeah. Should be there in fifteen minutes. And then you're
1: early and then it's like, oh fantastic.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm. That wouldn't shortcut. work for me. I like it when people show up late. You do? I, at least at my home, like for a party or something or for an event or anything. People who show up early, I'm like, I'm not ready for you.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mind. When, when you gave me a fairly wide window of what time you were coming, and you said, and then you also warned me, you said you had to take care of the dog yeah. and do some things before you came over. So it got me thinking, all right, well, I need to, st- and I wanted to be ready at 10, 30, whatever time we agreed on, but I was still running around. I think I finally was settled in and, almost, and close to ready, at like 1047.
1: Okay.
0: So I, so whatever, we have to keep that in mind, that I need an extra 17 minutes longer. That
1: makes sense. Well, that's about time. when I texted you said I'm on my way, so <laughs> yeah. it, it works out. That yeah. did
0: work out. Yeah. So, yeah, because I need a little more time. Because, you know, my, my morning routine is to do the radio show from home, and then set up for uh, podcasting. Right, yeah. So it takes a little longer than I anticipated. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of um, your phone and and your beautiful Frank and Friends show phone case. I mean, I do have a question for you. And texting, yeah. 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 I I have a question, too. Okay, go ahead. Why did you have me send you a text?
1: Well, I don't know how to send a text to myself. And also, do
0: you know your own number?
1: I do know my own. number. Then own you lady.
0: know how to send a text to yourself.
1: But that's weird. Like it, so then it just shows you, up. Like Catherine, you're talking to Catherine. Well, I do. <laughs> yes, where's
0: my phone? Yeah, let I do me it, see. Here, I've never look, done that I'll, before. Hang on a second. So, uh, okay. look at this. I, if you look at my recent texts, um, you know, here's your. You are the most recent. Yeah.
1: Thank you for sending me that. But yeah. You, you said.
0: You said, tell me, tell me to remind me to call this lady, and I'm like, I don't know this lady. <laughs> Who is this lady? And it doesn't matter. Just I'm to text you to call a lady that I don't know because you don't know how to remind yourself.
1: Well, you know why? It's because I listened to the message from her. And so now it's not going to show up as like something that I still need to read. Okay. And I'm going to get busy and I'm going to forget.
0: All right. So you see here, you see a few other texts on here, right? Yep. Here's that's the guy from the Cherokee Caverns. Yeah. that's Ernie Roberts. It was his birthday. Happy, Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Ernie! The other day, was, I guess that was uh, the twenty, whatever, twenty fourth, maybe. Yeah, um, and then uh, some other people. And then look, look who texted me, Frank Murphy. That's weird. I have a text from Frank Murphy, and you know who sent it? Also me.
1: That's that's strange.
0: It's not strange.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. You know what else? I don't. It's know how not to do.
0: strange. And then I yeah, see now I've got sent myself a text. That's good. So I have that now.
1: And now it's an unread text. Yeah. But it's not unread. Can you send yourself an unread text? I used to message?
0: be able to. I think they changed something on the and apples. And do you know
1: how to see I also what you're doing right there is trying to figure out how to make mark it unread. I don't think you can. And that's the problem. And that's why I needed you to send me a text message. So
0: so you can't read it?
1: Well, so, so, you so that I read know it. <laughs> so that I know I have a message I need to read. Does that make sense?
0: Be sure to read your unread text messages. <laughs> there, how's another reminder? How about that? Thank you. I just sent That's you another reminder. Fantastic. Well, now, wait, did that. you just send me that, or is that who? How did? Oh, that was. I think was you
1: something. sent it to yourself.
0: <sighs> no, Bean texted me at the exact same moment. Oh, so I perfect. forgot to put my phone on perfect. mute. All right, thank you, Bean. <laughs> All right, so we've got that figured out.
1: <laughs> thank goodness.
0: <laughs> I will. So you're still going to have to call me to tell you to text things to you. Yes, that you can't text yourself because that's not good enough.
1: Well, if it's yeah, basically.
0: I like to say that Like that, I texted myself the the name of the guy, at a cell phone store just so I'd remember it for later yeah. because because I have a friend who, who needed to get a new flip phone, and um and I know she's going to ask me at some point. What was the name of that young man who was so kind and helped us? And I'll have, right. I'll say, You'll well, have I, say, right there. I have it right
1: there. Well, I'm going to check. I'm going to say hey to myself.
0: So you're in your own context.
1: Yes. Oh. It's oh, unread. Unread. Okay. Well.
0: That's so you gotta fantastic. so you're good. So remind yourself to call Mary while you're at it.
1: I will. <laughs> that's weird though. You can see like that photo of me. It's like so old.
0: Well change it. I've got I
1: don't even know how to do that. Well, you just change it.
0: <laughs> I get notified all the time from people that they have a new contact photo. And sometimes it's one of those silly cartoons. Oh really? And other times oh. I mean I can go in and Choose any photo from my contacts, from my uh, photos rather, and assign that to a contact. Okay. So, uh, of so you, okay. I picked a nice photo of you.
1: Okay, Did that, was that the one that used to come in? That old one?
0: The, no, no, I picked that one out of. Oh, that's okay. from one of our sh- uh, our shows. Yeah. This is from one of our Seymour Smokies oh, episodes. That's a good and I thought, one. she looked pretty. I'll use that as her uh, contact photo. Thanks.
1: Thanks for choosing a nice one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one of Megan. She's probably got irritated at me, but as soon as, literally, she's up there in the front of the church posing for wedding pictures, I took a picture of her and changed her last name in my contacts and changed her photo at the, same time. At the wedding in the middle of all the family photos. And nice. she said, what are you doing? I said, this is very <laughs> important. This <laughs> must be done right now. You have a different last name now. <laughs> <laughs> this instant.
1: <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, all right. So we figured out the, the whole texting dilemma. Yes. Now, you were, um, we had a, a busy p- couple of days, you know, because I thought I would. we were going to go to the uh, nativity pageant dinner, but you were not on that list.
1: Actually, I did get an invitation.
0: But you didn't RSVP? I didn't
1: RSVP. I forgot completely about the, the event. Did you go? How was it?
0: Postponed. So you're oh. in luck?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it was at Lakeside Tavern, I remember. I was like, I remember I got the invitation. I was like, oh, look, this is nice. And it was like, Thursday the 20th or whatever the yeah, day it was. It was, I
0: think the schools were closed okay. that for, and it was like maybe a threat of some ice. I think it had it rained. Okay. And they were worried about it freezing up after dark. And some of the public schools were closed for staffing issues. And I got a nice long email explaining that we're going to kick it into February. Okay. So ideally, it'll be on a night that you're available, but, you know, your February schedule is insane.
1: It is insane.
0: So, um, but I will, then what we'll do is we'll notify, hey, Catherine might still come, depending on when it is. Okay. Thank you. (sighs) Because, I mean, I was worried that you were going to miss out on on this excitement, you know?
1: I know. I was excited about it and then completely forgot. (laughs) 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 Which is why I need the text reminders that are unread.
0: Well, we've had uh, some fun, <laughs> fun, fun shows lately. Um, I'll point out that um, the cider show, when we did the, uh, the show from Tennessee Cider Company, was a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun. I enjoyed that one a lot. And uh, then I, the next one, I, I don't think, let me refer, I guess this show we're taping today, I think will come out right after okay. our Ice Bears show. Because I have on the iPad here, I have uh, just tons and tons of... um Video? Ice Bear's video that I've been started cutting into pieces oh, that's good. to make it into a show.
1: That was good. That was fun. I enjoyed singing the national anthem at yeah, Ice Bears. Congratulations yeah. on that.
0: You did yeah. well. Thank you. Now, do I put the whole national anthem in there, or do in the show, or do I just put pick highlights, or I think let, that's up to you. Tell me.
1: That's up to you. All it's right. Kind of. It depends. <laughs> <That's
0: a good laughs> well, I mean, if you want to have to stand up during that part of the podcast, I guess.
1: <laughs> get your flag out. And <laughs>
0: Hold your hand over your heart.
1: Sing along with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I meant to start the show by saying, I'm Marble City Opera's Frank Murphy. <laughs> Actually, not even that. Hi, I'm Marble City Opera's Frank. Because that's how they introduced that was me. at the strange. You know, I was rink. like,
1: well, I guess they're confused because we're coming for Marble City Opera. Yes. You know, we we're supposed to be there in December, and we're coming back in March, and they know I'm the executive director for Marble City Opera, and I think they're just I went through confused. this with
0: Heather backstage. She's like, what do I call mm-hmm. Catherine. Is it co-founder? I said, no. You, well, technically, but we can, you can eliminate that. Just call her founder. Founder,
1: right. I
0: said, just why? Said, it's a long story. <laughs> 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 We're not going to deal with that right now. <laughs> We're just going with founder. <laughs> and soprano. You could say founder and soprano or founder and executive director. Right. I'm throwing out all yeah. these options. Options, yeah. And they chose founder and executive director because obviously you're a soprano because you're singing. Right. So that was yeah. self-explanatory. Yeah. And I guess the vanity of me, I assumed That this Heather was one of those, you know, twenty-five to twenty-eight-year-olds who knew who I was.
1: (laughs) I think she's closer to my age, so.
0: Oh, sorry, Heather. I mean, sorry, that's not. (laughs) All right, just wait. Uh, No, congratulations, Heather. Well, you might yeah. want to... Do you notice that, though, when we go it's places? True.
1: They all... This specific age range just all knows you. But it takes them sometimes a while to, like, rem- like realize that you are... The same the one. The same Frank Murphy that they listen to. I in mean, middle
0: school or high school, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, in fairness, they didn't probably know what you looked like. Well, in fairness, so. yeah.
0: I mean, but the, yeah. the, we've discovered, when we, especially when we go to Sevier County, that there is an age cell, as we call it, which is probably about 25 to 28-ish. Yeah. Um... Of people who would have listened to the top forty station where I worked from between two thousand five and two thousand seven, two thousand thirteen. That that eight year frame was their um, middle school and high school years, right? You know, and their and mom and dad listened on the way in the car, and then they listened in the right. car, and yeah. So to them, it's and then they graduate, and, and they don't even know that I'm not on that show anymore, right? Because you know, if they graduated high school in two thousand thirteen, and would now be. In that 25 to 28 ish range. Yeah, they don't know. But we had that at the Cider Place. We
1: did, and oh my goodness, Tori's face. <laughs> so adorable. I thought but I had it so on video, cute. but I don't oh, so you'll have to no, describe that's it. so sad. Oh, it was fantastic. So uh,
0: her husband is Dan, and he was the manager. Yeah. So he, Dan the Cider Man. He is uh, calling somebody, to, I guess he's calling his dad or something, saying, oh yeah, we're going to be a little late. There's this film crew that showed up. And it's Frank Murphy. Well, he didn't even say that. I don't think. I think he just said it's the some Frank from Frank and Friends from Knoxville, and they have a show.
1: Oh, and, and, and his the, dad realized. Dad, it was his, Frank The Frank dad was
0: says, to. "Is it Frank Murphy?" And and the Dan was goes, goes quizzical and says, "Well, I don't know. I, I wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yes, it, sound, <laughs> it does sound like that guy." And then we got to watch Dan spring the news on Tori, his wife Tori.
1: He's like. So, Tori do you realize this is this is Frank
0: Murphy you
1: know the person on the Mark and Kim show from used, middle school from middle school we used to listen to and her face she was just like she got so excited it was so cute it was really
0: really adorable yeah I think yeah. we got some extra cider samplings I think out of we did. it because yeah. they were just so, so overtaken
1: and speaking of I have you had any of your cider that you brought home
0: no I was waiting for you to come over
1: okay well we can, we can bring it out I've already gone through one bottle <laughs> <laughs> it was really good.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Things yeah. that are also uh, really good, uh, well, I don't know how going to get to see. You know, how, things we could put, <laughs> let's see the segue. You could put cider in a Bone Zones, no? Well. Um, anyway, here's a Bone Zones. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do a nice segue into Bone Zones.
1: You can drink cider until you decay.
0: <laughs> Boom. Well done, Freddie. Thanks. Um Dr. Bass and Sam Venable and I are going to be at uh, Cherokee Caverns on Valentine's night, but that sold out within three days, as predicted. It's a VIP night. Even though some people are like, why are the tickets so expensive? Well, because you get three speakers, you get candy, you get a tote bag, you'll get Sam Venable's books, you'll get something else from Bone Zones, and And you'll get a thing. So I've been going back and forth trying to find out what that thing is going to be. I think it's going to end up being a refrigerator magnet. Nice. So nice. I will talk about that in a moment, but um, or off air, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but you can see Dr. Bass for free. And the, all you have this information is at BoneZones.com. That's where I'm, where I'm headed with this, is Dr. Bass's speaking schedule is at com? Don't forget the S. And you can see him for free on Saturday, February 19th at the Rose Glen Literary Festival in nice. Sevierville. Um, and I'll be with him for that gig. Fantastic. And also we got an email yesterday or the day before from um, a, a group out in Anderson County, asking if we could uh, have Dr. Bass come speak for their group. Can nice. they book him? So wow. they noticed that you know, bookings happen. So that's how you do it. If you, uh, you contact everybody through bonezones.com, don't forget the S to that's right. hire the,
1: the whole crew. Travel and road show. Yeah. Yeah. That's great.
0: So uh, merchandise, autographed merchandise from Dr. Bass, the hats, the T-shirts, the books. Most people get the books.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Are yeah. they autographed books?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and they'll fantastic. And they can get them, I mean, what he does is he's got, they, they meet up with him, and he signs his name on a bunch of them, and that way when he gets them the next time, he only has to write to Catherine.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it saves time, too. But it's yeah. the same
0: guy, he just he does it in two shifts. And um, so if you want that, you can have it personalized, or you can get it without the personalization. And the same thing when you uh, see us in per- out in person, he'll... He's got these index cards that will say Catherine on him, and he'll copy it, too. Nice. That's really great. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. So good times with... Bonezones.com. Uh, don't forget the S. Don't forget the S. Because I don't know what would happen if uh, if you did. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, we talked a little bit about, I guess we covered Ice Bears, right? Yeah. That I think we got everything, um, everything covered there. Plus, you'll get to see the episode of all the excitement of um, Catherine squealing when the puck hits the wall.
1: Oh, my goodness. Terrifying.
0: T- they- I,
1: my ear was ringing for a whole nother day. Yeah? Yeah, I think even yesterday morning I was like, oh gosh, my ear, it's still hurting. It was so loud.
0: Well, I mean, it was. <laughs> and I guess you were closer to where it hit than where I was. I was
1: not expecting it. I was
0: trying to slow down the video to see if I can you can kind that's of hilarious. see the puck flying nice. toward you. Toward, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's going
1: to be exciting.
0: It's very fast. so you, yeah. It's hard to see. It looks almost like a speck of dust because it's just... Across the screen,
1: but we got to meet Darth Vader and some stormtroopers, yeah. and it was a good time. Yeah, it was a
0: good time. So we'll be back yeah. uh, for more of that. Now, um, I know you have a few things else on your list to chat about. What did you want to? Ask I do. Me?
1: Well, one of the things that I really want to talk about today. Well, first, maybe I'm going to ask you about your tortoise.
0: Because oh, this you came brought up-,
1: up. The turtle in the cider.
0: Episode. episode and we, because
1: there's a hibiscus flavored cider, which
0: I have some of. I've got I know some I'm really hibiscus. interested in trying that. So you and I shall drink that together one day. Fantastic. It's got a, a, rest- a stoppable, restoppable, toppable. Yeah,
1: just gonna have a little taste. Because but that wasn't one we got to taste. But anyway, the hibiscus flavor reminded Frank that he has a turtle, tortoise, a turtle tortoise, tortoise named hibiscus.
0: No, no, no. The tortoise's was just, name was Mo. Oh. The uh, but he would eat hibiscus. Okay that's how we that, so we would live in, we lived in California and we were given a, a baby pet tortoise and i wish he had survived but um, there's this disease that afflicts the tortoises out there so you can't if, if if your tortoise has babies you can't release them into the wild because they carry this disease and many of them die as mine did of this disease before they get all the way to a million years old okay so it's sad it's but sad. You know, you, you give the tortoise a good home as long as you can. And we would go out to the yard and pick hibiscus flowers just because it was fun to watch him eat and dandelion. We just really anything. You could go out to the garden and almost grab anything or grab strawberries out of the refrigerator and just watch him chow down on all of this stuff. That was the best part of having a tortoise, is watching him eat.
1: But you said you still have him.
0: Well, I was so sad when he died. In um, that fact, that I probably will never have another pet again.
1: Oh, that is really sad. Because
0: this, I've deliberately picked a pet that was supposed to outlive me so I wouldn't have to deal with it.
1: That makes sense. You know? Yeah.
0: And it didn't work out that way. So um, when Mo passed, and this is, we had just barely moved to Tennessee. This is probably around 2002 or 2003. And I was working on a show with uh, Ashley Adams. And it was on an oldie station. It was the Ashley and Murphy in the morning. and And Mo dies. And I'm distraught. And meanwhile, um, coincident to this, we were doing those wacky morning phone calls where you get the show prep service that says, here's a wacky guy in um, Minnesota and he does funny things, like whatever it is. You know, it's always somebody who's in the news for the stupidest thing. You know, um, he lost his ring in the dryer and then it (laughs) turned up inside his socks. ha You know, whatever. I Anyways. just heard
1: about somebody who put their hearing aids in, in their shoes, and they kept losing their hearing aids. Okay. So it's a it's a good place to right. keep things, you know, socks and shoes.
0: When I'm at the chiropractor, but... Yeah. So we had a news story about some guy, uh taxidermist. I think it was Ed. I think it was might have been Ed's taxidermy in Wetumpka, Alabama. And it always, taxidermy is always funny. People are always calling out taxidermy in... Einstein simplified shows as the suggestion because they assume it's hilarious until you tell them how taxidermy actually works. And then how does it work? Grossed out.
1: Oh, don't tell me then. Never mind.
0: Well, if it's gross, true taxidermy means preservation of the skin. Mm-hmm. So everything else is discarded. Sure. And the skin is mounted on a plastic or wire frame. And the skin is all you have when you see you like an animal. Right? right. Yeah. But, um, Ed was telling us that for smaller critters, It's too much. You can't. You can't really. How do you skin some of these smaller things, especially little reptiles and whatnot? So what he had come up with, he had this uh, technology that was relatively new at the time, where you just freeze-dry them.
1: You freeze-dry it?
0: Suck out all the moisture. Okay. And however else, whatever other taxidermy tricks that they do.
1: Can you stuff it then, like like you do at Build-A-Bear?
0: I don't think you you need to. I think think the whole goal of it is to completely uh, empty it out so it doesn't smell. Right. You don't want any, anything in there that might get gross. You know? sure. So that has to be gone and the yeah. freeze-dried. Okay. Anyway, so I, we called Ed when my tortoise died, and Ed's comment was, well, I'll fix them up for you. And coincidentally, um, Ashley had some in-laws who lived in Wetumpka at the time, and she was planning a visit. So I took the dead tortoise, and uh, put them in a Tupperware and put them in the freezer over there. Okay. And as I think I've told this story before, I realized the irony of it later that I also had Turtle Tracks ice cream by coincidence. And Turtle
1: soup.
0: And no, I mean I had actual Turtle Tracks ice cream next to poor dead turtle tortoise. See, true. all tortoises are turtles, but not all turtles are tortoises. Right.
1: Sounds generally five, speaking,
0: seven. all tortoises are turtles, but not all turtles are tortoises. <laughs> all tortoises are turtles, but not all turtles are tortoises. All right. Um, <laughs> generally speaking, turtles. Can swim, right? Right. Yeah. Tortoises will drown. Tortoises will, will oh, sink to the bottom well, they're like a very rock. Very heavy. Well, because they they're land animals. They're you nice, know, think yeah. about a Galapagos tortoise. Like a, a like
1: a box. So a like is box a box turtle, turtle is, is a tortoise.
0: Actually, a tortoise. I
1: used to have box turtles as pets when I lived yeah. in Virginia. Oh wow. Well. Yeah. Well, was there's very some. Sad there's when some out in, away.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. there's some out in the yard. Uh, they're hibernating now. Oh, but that's We have some here, and I used to go look for them when I go on vacation to Grandma and Grandpa's, and uh, on Long Island, New York. I love box turtles. Yeah. That's really right. where my got my love of turtles and tortoises came from them.
1: We used to race them. We, my oh, brothers and I all had kinda one. sounds kind of cruel. I'm we, not sure. Well, we just would get them out and we'd set them down next to each other and then they would just like take off. And uh, My older brother's turtle was what, always what the main of, one.
0: What part of Virginia were you in?
1: Um, near the D.C. area. Richmond, Virginia.
0: <laughs> um, okay, sure.
1: Isn't that near the D.C.? DC area? Oh,
0: it's two Come hours. On. It's two hours. Is it hours two hours? That. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not close.
1: I was little. It's I don't the, remember. No, it's fine. I forgot.
0: You told me before, and I'm trying to remember.
1: I need to bring that photo. Um,
0: this, of
1: of me little in a tree in DC. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. close
0: enough that you can yeah. get to DC. My my um, aunt Marion and Uncle Tom live in Richmond, and when I would have a thing, we'd have a special thing. Like I got an award from the FBI. And he was a former agent. So they just drove up. I'm like, oh, yeah, we can, we can make it up to HQ. No problem. We'll be there. They, yeah. But they leave at, you know, 5 in the morning, and, and they show up. At, you know,
1: <laughs> I see. I see. Well, I, yeah.
0: yeah. So um, close to me. So I, I love tortoises, and I love turtles. And um, I packed Mo in the freezer, and then I bring him into work in a cooler. Jerry helped me with this. We got a—, a
1: I'm a little terrified right now.
0: We got a cooler. <laughs> and what we did is, with Ed's advice, is we got a bunch of Aquafina bottles and froze them. Okay. And then, so Mo is in a tu- Tupperware, yeah. like about the size of a shoebox. Right. On and ice. We, and on ice, on these, on these solid frozen um, Aquafina bottles, which are in there. And we, whatever else we have, you know, freezer packs, everything. We just load it all up. Yeah. And I bring it into work. Uh, of course. On a Friday. As you do. And uh, Ashley was going to, after work, she put it in her car and she drove to Wetumpka and dropped it off with Ed. And they had a nice conversation because, you know, we'd interviewed him on the radio. Right. And apparently when they, he opened up to make sure everything was okay and they cracked open the Aquafinas and drank them. Of course. Which you would. Why yeah, would you I waste mean, it?
1: Yeah, good water. I mean,
0: personally, I'd, I'd prefer a Dasani or something, maybe a deer park, but <laughs> whatever. That's why <laughs> obviously I use the water I don't like to go with the tortoise. Hormo. And then um, one day at work, when I wasn't expecting it, this box
1: arrives. Arrives, and okay.
0: it's as light as a feather. And but it says right on it, Ed's taxidermy.
1: Oh my goodness, I'm terrified. I don't know. This is gonna make me upset.
0: Why would it make you upset?
1: (laughs) Because poor Mo. He's dead. I know. To unveil him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh Mo, oh you're beautiful.
0: See how shiny he is. Oh. I know, and and he's posed to look lively.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Hi Mo. I feel bad for Mo.
1: Very sweet.
0: I feel like I've ruined Mo's life by. To, you know but what else
1: was I going to do he's so sweet I mean you could have buried him
0: <sighs> yeah but well I, I mean I didn't I, I'm not I generally probably would have I, I would have normally buried him but it was unusual that I had a, a top notch taxidermist in Wetumpka Alabama yeah willing I mean, he's to beautiful. for free yeah freeze dry Mo as a gift to me be, to, to overcome my sadness did uh, it help
1: I mean do you feel like you still have moe with you
0: yeah it did help <laughs> That's good, then. I know that sounds stupid, but
1: no, it doesn't.
0: And he's yeah. very cute. So, yeah, what a beautiful he's, turtle. He's very light. Tortoise. Because he's nothing. Hi. There's nothing in there. He's empty on the inside. You know.
1: That makes me sad.
0: <laughs> he's just a shell of a tortoise. <laughs> Poor Mo.
1: I'm very oh. sad now.
0: Well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, um, he's been dead probably 18 years. This is this is That's true. Yeah. So there's really he's not much you can gone. do about it. You know, long this gone. is this is. Um 18 years, they did a really later. nice job. I know. I mean, that's... You can see, I, I obviously keep them polished and clean. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> or dusted, at least. That's nice. Actually, this is probably how we got dusted on the way downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do uh, a reveal, so I, I found a towel and, uh, and veiled Mo so we pretty could pretty. unveil him. Pretty. yeah he's a desert tortoise and
1: so would this would mo have grown like really big if he had survived uh,
0: like a little a, a little bigger a bit bigger, yeah, I mean he should have been about the size of a dinner plate okay. instead of the size of a salad plate, I see. so there 's mo yeah. I feel bad yeah wow. i mean the, and when we moved him here, which we, i didn 't know i didn't have any choice i couldn 't find anyone we can 't let him loose in memory can 't let him loose in california that 's illegal because he had this this disease that made his nose in fact, you could tell when he was getting to the end because his nose was bubbling. It was oh, uh, sad. sad. Um, and I read all this. I'm trying to figure out what I can do to save him. I'm trying to find exotic animal vets and all these things. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, nah, it's nothing you can do. But um, so you can't let him loose. And I had a permit for him from California Fish and Game. So when we moved him here, I think I've told you this story, is we were traveling across country. We stopped at a national park in Utah. And as a joke, or as a joke, I was telling the kids, like, when we go into the restaurant, we're going to have to bring Mo into the restaurant with us. We can't leave him in sure. the hot car. Right. So he'll be in the box, but we don't want the restaurant people, that the Chinese restaurant we're going to, to look inside the box. So if anyone asks what's in the box, we're going to say their grandma's ashes, <laughs> which at the time was hilarious because not only was their grandma, both their grandmas were still alive, my grandma was still alive. Nice. Nice. So we all knew it's not really can't be really. It's just right. fun. and so we're not going to have yeah. Grandma cremated anyway. Right. So you know, so we, that was the code word. So we go out to the parking lot. We're getting in the car to drive through these beautiful formations of the national park, and the ranger comes running out at top speed. Oh no! Stands in front of the car, Stop. waiting, and she's yelling at us, "Stop! Do not proceed." And I'm like, "Oh no! What did we do wrong?"
1: You took you took Mo.
0: Well, uh, someone, some nosy buddy in the gift shop had overheard us referencing grandma's ashes Oh no! <laughs> and when we rolled down the window the ranger says excuse me i've been uh, i have a tip that you have um, human remains in the car I'm like i i know i, no, I uh, said well, you can't spread those in a national park without a permit i'm like well <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: it's all you need all you need is a permit yeah. Which then came back to, to remind me recently a friend of mine um, sprinkled her husband's ashes at Gettysburg National Park without a permit, went up there and did it illegally.
1: Nice. You know, speaking of illegally dumping ashes, did you, do you remember the story about them dumping ashes in the Met Pit? And oh. Having to shut down?
0: Yes, yeah, some, some opera fan, yeah. they thought it was hilarious to dump this dead opera fan's. Ashes, human ashes, into the pit of the Metropolitan Opera, where the musicians are.
1: Yeah, during an intermission of an actual live performance. What a
0: horrible idea.
1: Horrible idea. So they had to, like, shut down the whole... Production and figure it out because they were like, What is what is happening? And they thought yeah, it was like yeah. a terrorist attack. Because well, it would get
0: in the horns.
1: Yeah. You know, they, if, they didn't know what the path was. Your,
0: rosin up your bow.
1: <laughs> and it turned out to be innocent, but it really no, shut it's, them well, down. No, it's the whole ground time. up
0: bones. Yeah. It's not nice. It's, it's,
1: no, and when you get them wet,
0: they stink. and oh, um, gross. Yeah, yeah. People like to throw them into the um, allegedly, I don't know if this is true, but the rumor is that people like to dump them into the. The rides at uh, Disneyland and Disney World? Sure. Like into the small world moat? Yeah. That's supposed That's not good either. Can you imagine how awful it would be to have your uh, eternal... uh, Your body parts, your bones, your ground up crushed bones stuck in It's a Small World forever?
1: That would be bad. That's a bad choice. I mean, I wouldn't mind going to Paris, you know, and being on the river.
0: You Why know? don't well, you just get in a nice urn and get have someone buy you a niche in a columbarium in Paris and then they can put your name on it and, and there you can stay.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's better than you being stay. dumped like garbage out the.
1: Eh, I don't know. Uh, Back to dust.
0: I'm not in favor of dumping, <laughs> dumping ashes out like garbage. I think you just put them someplace. I'd like put to a be na- a tree though. Put a name on them.
1: Becoming a tree would be good.
0: Okay. <laughs> Again, they're burnt, ground up bones. I don't know how that turns into a tree.
1: I, I think there's like a something you can purchase where you yeah need,
0: it's called a tree <laughs> you know how it works there's you, like a whole system you, no, it's no it's all it's BS you dig a pain hole pain you dig a hole and you pour the ashes <laughs> in the bottom underneath of the it hole, and then you put the, tree on, you put the tree on top that's a, come oh, on that's rude it's yeah. terrible it's rude. the whole thing's a scam alright nice. in my opinion that is a scam <laughs> 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 thanks so much for watching liking sharing subscribing uh, thanks so much for going to audibletrial.com slash frank show where you can get a free 30 day trial and uh, download one thing for free during that 30 days and sometimes they even don't up. So check nice. quickly because I saw um,
1: they might couple, be running a deal
0: a couple of weeks ago. They had a two free downloads during the trial period, but that may don't hold me to that because that's you have to get on there on that on the right day. Um, AudibleTrial.com dot com slash show thousands of titles, uh, custom brand new stuff that's never been um,
1: so much to listen to heard
0: before. Yeah, yeah. made for Audible. Yeah, and great podcasts like this one, the Frank and Friends Show. Yeah, all right.
1: Follow us at frankandfriendsshow and check out our merchandise at the store.
0: Slash store. All right, Catherine, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Marble City Opera's Frank.
1: <laughs> and I'm Frank and <laughs> Friends Freddy.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you again next time.